When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, never go one cupcake over the line. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello. That's Kevin. What's up y'all? That was okay, right? That was good, I guess. Wow, not a lot of excitement today. Tommy, what's our topic today? Uh, Julie the Cat versus Goldberg in D2 and D3. That is correct, and... The competition really starts right away. We get in, Gordon's learning about his new players, Goldberg stretches and he like hurts himself. Look over to the other side of the ice, Gaffney's stopping the puck left and right. Was Gaffney just better right away? I mean, can we also throw out that it shouldn't have been a competition at all? Like, she blew Goldberg out of the water from a practice standpoint. Like, why was Goldberg even in it? This is my thought. And... I think Gordon said, we already have a goalie. It's Goldberg. Like He trusted Goldberg. He knew Goldberg. So he's like, I'm just going to ride Goldberg no matter what because I know what I'm getting. Like I don't know if Julie can do it in the game, but I don't know. I think that's a, a sound theory. Um, what I really think is, like to go off what Mike was saying, is you, know, you start him in the first game, and obviously he does very well. And so you keep starting him. And you're going to keep starting the goalie. Like If he's not tired, you know, if he's on a hot streak, you keep starting him. Also, I think it also helps the rest of the Ducks seeing that, okay, all these new guys aren't, like, taking over our spots. I can see a guy like Jesse getting really pissed off that the cat came in and started right away and, like, Goldberg maybe being, like, dissenting if he's not starting or something like that. And so I think it's a good coaching move for, like, the morale of the team. Now, obviously, if Goldberg was sucking, then you put the cat in. Yeah. I mean, they were winning for the most part. I think Gordon could have been a better coach there and maybe split the games, especially early on against like Trinidad and Tobago and Italy. You yeah, I mean, put those. The, give the cat a game or give the third period or something. Exactly. So you have a better shot right at the end. So, I mean, I don't know if sticking with Goldberg from the beginning was actually the right move or not, but I mean, it kind of worked out. So, as I said, they start out winning and then the Iceland game comes and Goldberg gets pulled, Gaffney pushes the players and gets kicked out but poor form on her part yeah but if if gordon splits the early games and he sees gaffney is just better does he start gaffney isn't that is that first iceland game any different that's a good question um let's say he was like for all we know well i think we can assume that he wasn't playing her at all because she went to the office say i came here to show the world i can play Mm -hmm. and so it's obvious that she hasn't played a single minute and so I think if she's playing the third period of like against Trinidad, against you know Italy, then <laughs> Italy, Italy, Italy. Uh, anyway, then yeah, she probably does get the start. Okay. Against Iceland, I I just think that she would blow Goldberg out of the water in practice, and yeah, her it, effort not too. I mean, and what does that say about like morale? The team's like, look at 
you know, the cat, she's busting her hump, and Goldberg is just, you know, twiddling his thumbs and laughing the entire yeah, time. that's true. I, I, I just, I don't see how, I, I don't think it's a good coaching move on Gordon's part at all. I think it's maybe a bad coaching move to just leave, just blindly leave Goldberg in there. I mean, she outperforms him all the time, yet Goldberg just gets to stay in that. I, I, I don't really understand why. I mean, I get it that he won them the district, you know. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a good move, but I can understand like Gold. I can understand Bombay trusting him, so we're gonna ride Goldberg just because he knows who Goldberg is, and this is Julie the cat who Tibbles went out and found in Maine, and he doesn't know anything about. And yeah, she's doing good in practice, but I can't trust her in a game, so. He goes with Goldberg early on, and then he it just spirals into okay, we're winning with Goldberg. When yeah, he should have split it those early games for sure. And I'd like to point something out. Maybe uh, the cat, you know, she's not developing the right chemistry with like her defense. Maybe you know she always seems like she might be kind of shy or something. And so Goldberg always has that great rapport. He knows exactly what his defense is doing. I don't know. Goldberg kind of falls apart and he like starts yelling at his guys all the time whenever things go wrong. You know, I, I don't know. He doesn't seem to be. Like that's, he's that's not like a fantastic but, leader. No, no, that's true. But I think a lot of goalies, you're supposed to be dictate. You're supposed to be telling your defense like what to be doing. If they're if they're messing up, you tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. And maybe Julie doesn't feel like um, you know confident enough to tell that to, uh, you know these ducks that she doesn't know. She doesn't feel confident enough, you know, or even like Portman, who like who's gonna yell at Portman? I, if there's anything Julie lacks, I don't think it's confidence. You know. I, I don't think she's lacking in that area at all. Well, in, in terms of Goldberg, maybe yes, but not. <laughs> well, Jordan. maybe Goldberg talking to girls, but like on <laughs> on the ice. No, I mean, you I'm know, talking on, about on the ice. Well, I feel like Goldberg's pretty confident on the ice by now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's you know he's playing with his confidence. he's yeah. playing oh, with his buddies. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he's playing with his buddies, and obviously, I think he's probably like taking that many shots a game. Like, like ducks seem to be like just kind of controlling the puck nonstop, and the shots that are like they're getting off against him, they're probably not very good. Yeah. And so I think success breeds confidence. And so as Goldberg keeps getting better, you know, it's great. But I wonder if that Iceland game just kind of, you know, spiraled down. But obviously they they bounce back. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, there are situations where teams just play better for one goalie. Like, it's happened before and you ask the coach about it, it's like, I don't know what's going on. We just score more goals with this other goalie in net, even though it has no other effect or anything like that. So that makes sense. The rapport with the defense makes sense. They play together. They know each other a little more. I could see, like I said, I could see it. I don't know if it's the right move. I can see why. I'd also like throw out there, maybe the rest of the team knows that Goldberg isn't as good, so they play harder when he's in goal. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. So now we get into this Iceland game, and Julie pushes the Iceland players over. And, I mean... She was kind of justified. They came over and they were talking trash, and she just gave them a push. Sexual harassment, really. <laughs> but, I mean... On her part. First of, all, <laughs> first of all, where is the refereeing in this situation? How do you not pull the Iceland players back and just like, line up for the face-off, idiots? But second of all, she gets kicked out. Gordon doesn't really do anything. Gordon just... He doesn't argue with the refs. He doesn't say anything to Julie. She, he just lets her go into the locker room. So, is there... Something there? Should Gordon have been more, I guess, fired up about that? Or did he just, was it like 9-1 to one or whatever it was, and he just was resigned to the I was gonna, As a coach, do you do you like that she did that, or are you pissed that your goaltender just lost her cool? I mean, do you like that she, like, showed some fire, or are you angry that she, like, 
obviously got kicked out of the game. I mean, I think you're probably more angry. Like you probably like that she didn't just kind of show up there and like whatever. And uh, but you're you're pissed that you know she's got kicked out. Obviously, and do you give her another shot after that too? Is the thing. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, I would be if I was the coach, I would be pissed at her. I mean, she took a penalty. She's hurting the team. We put her in there. Like we had to switch something up. Had to pull Goldberg out of there. Like it just wasn't working for him tonight. But I'd also be pissed at her, and I'd be mad at her. I'd be mad at her. I'd also be like fighting for her. You know, I I go like, come you, on, she barely pushed those people. Like I was, I'd be getting on the refs. That's like, true. How that, do you that's how you yell at her in the locker room. Exactly. Yeah. You, you show up for her on the ice. You know, you. I agree that I, I mean the game is lost at that point, but you got to do something to try to fire fire your team up. Whether maybe it's not for this game, but for the next game, you know, he does just he he seems like resigned at that point that he you know they've lost and yeah he's he's more like yelling at his players instead of like yelling for them. Yeah, he's not lobbying the, the referees or anything like that. And like you know, Mike's exactly right. He should have been all over the refs for for that. Yeah, and he was like a Portman. You know, he was like four seconds of the game, whatever. It's mm-hmm. kicking him out. And I mean, this is pre crossovers, Gordon Bombay. So this is before he had his like come to Jesus moment in D two. So, so yeah. So we have to take that into account. Now after that game, Gordon gets in the locker room, yells at the team. Team starts yelling back. And Julie's like, Stanson knew everything about us. Like, she came after him. Did that hurt the relationship, you know, going forward? Her, like, stepping up. Well, she's probably been pissed at him the entire time. I bet you it's been, like, kind of growing. And this was her chance to say something. And I wonder if that really, like, affected Gordon. A swift kick. Yeah. Because basically that just called into, like, look, you did not coach us properly. You need to look at yourself before you just come after us. We're a bunch of 12-year-olds essentially using our little duck tricks and you just said kind of like go out there and play maybe maybe that's when she went to charlie and was like charlie you should be the coach and then charlie gets it in his head that i'm gonna be the coach soon or i'm gonna be a coach soon let's pump the brakes on that a little bit <laughs> let's uh what? i think you're it's early guys yeah maybe tibbles whispered that to cat who then whispered it to charlie yeah. and then hans comes out and... <laughs> no. all right so well, this is all going on. I mean, what we obviously know that the team likes Goldberg. He's a funny guy. They go find him in his deli. Probably get free sandwiches at the deli. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's all about the sandwiches. What's the team feeling on Julie the Cat? Because she's very good, but obviously they don't have the same rapport. They probably feel like they have to step up for, for Goldberg. I bet you Banks is probably like, wow, Cat's a lot better than Goldberg. But he keeps his mouth shut. I think they all do. And Charlie probably feels I, the same way. I don't know. I, You'd have to be pretty pissed off at Goldberg at that. I mean, granted, yeah, everybody played like shit, but I mean, you'd be like, "Come on, Goldberg! Like nine goals, carry you know, your, yeah. you know, carry your weight, you know, your ample weight." Yes, your very ample weight. <laughs> carry it. Um, I, I bet they were probably I, all pissed at each other, but honestly, I think they uh, at the end they were able to kind of just—it was all Gordon's fault. They put the the blame on Gordon and not on each other. So, and I think they probably liked Cat for kind of calling Gordon out. Okay. Because when they're stretching, obviously Portman calls Julie babe, and then Banks steps up for Julie, and then Fulton steps up for Banks, and then everybody gets into the scrum. So obviously Banks Banks feels like he needs to step up for Julie, his teammate or whatnot. 
But is Fulton doing it for Julie? Is she is he doing it for Banks? Is he doing it for the team? Like what it when that happens, is this a whole is this a team thing? Or is it because Julie? I think Fulton does it for the team. We've talked about Fulton. We think he's kind of the true leader of the Ducks. I think he did it for the team. But I also think Fulton recognizes that Julie's an important part of the team. So and Banks obviously recognizes that and, and Banks seems like a you know, white knight kind of. I and I forget is was that in the midst of the tournament or was that yeah during training camp still? No, that no, was that in the was midst of the tournament. Okay. They were stretching. That was right before I, they played street hockey. Then yeah, then at, at that point, I mean, they probably it's just frustration on everyone's part. You know, just I don't know if anybody's really particularly stepping up for anybody. They're just pissed and frustrated, so they just kind of. I mean, it happens to teams all the time. Yeah, you know, they're just kind of taking out their angst. And yeah. thank God, you know, Russ shows up. Old, you know, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Just throwing it out there. But so we go, and then end of D2, obviously, Julie comes in, makes a game-winning save. He's got a better glove. He would be so ridiculed if... If, if that did not Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? You had this great comeback, and you're pulling the goalie? <laughs> like, what's the matter with you? Is, is there any parallel? To that ever happening? Well, I don't think it's even legal. I would like to bring something up. <laughs> All right. At this summer's World Cup, I think oh, um, yeah. Netherlands was playing Costa Rica. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. And they go to PKs and they pulled the goalie. And so it totally put Costa Rica off. And the goalie, uh, I guess it was Tim Cruel. I think yeah. he was uh, the sub. He knew at, where everyone was shooting. So it was a great, brilliant you know, piece of coaching. You're just like, All right, you're just going to be studying penalty kicks this entire like, few days. And so that was genius. But... Like pulling only on one kick or something like that. <laughs> That's weird. Now, if he had like put the cat in just for PKs or like penalty shots, whatever, I mean, that would kind of mirror it. But I think doing it for just one is like, what are you, what are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm not sure you can pull the goalie while you're in the middle of a shootout. Unless there's like an injury. Yeah. So I don't know, but Julie makes the save. That's got very dramatic. Yeah, there's got to affect Goldberg's confidence though. He's got to he's got to be thinking like why oh yeah pull me? well I mean and they talked about that during the World Cup too how it kind of how it had to have affected the goalie that got pulled you know I, I mean it would for any competitor it, it would have to either a piss them off or wreck their confidence I mean he, did Gordon like maybe tell him hey if we're going to maybe he pulled the cat aside hey if we're going to you know penalty shots I'm pulling you in for Gunner. So I need you to mm-hmm. study him. But obviously he just tells her, oh, by the way, this is what he does. Yeah. And that's something that they should have been like scouting beforehand. Yeah, she seems pretty surprised. So he might have told Goldberg before, like, if we get into a shootout situation or something, you don't have a good glove, so I'm going with Julie or whatnot. But Yeah, and maybe like if he told Julie, maybe she would have kind of like frozen up like, oh, my God, I've got this one chance. I've got to make sure not to screw it up. And she would have kind of like dwelled on it all game and like, all during, you know, the, the brief time between the shootout and or between the end of the third and the shootout. And so this way she kind of doesn't have time to react. She just goes out there and makes a save. Oh. So it was a brilliant coach. Yeah, brilliant. Smart. <laughs> don't but, let her don't give her time to think. Now, what would have happened if it wasn't a legal move? And like so he puts a cat in there, the referees just it blow the whistle. It's like you guys have just forfeited the game. <laughs> well then that would have been a poor coaching. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been controversial. I mean Tibbles would have lost his job. Bombay would have Going back to that yeah. spiral out of yeah. control. Yeah, Ducks probably wouldn't be at Eden Hall. So uh, Alternate universe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want to live in that universe. That's not a world I want to live in. <laughs> exactly. So we go to D3, and 
So Julius is hero coming off. Goldberg, though, he's led him to the world title, really. Junior Goodwill Games. And, and he, he rested on his laurels a little bit. He did. He did not practice. Well, Julie was obviously very, uh, very motivated. So one practice in, Orion says, Julie the Cat, you're the starter. One practice in, too. Great coaching move. It's what Bombay should have done. Was it? It's what Bombay should have done. It's not what Bombay should have done because I think at this level, once you get a little bit older, and also remember that the whole purpose of the JV is to get ready for varsity. And so by putting the cat in, A, you're creating immediate competition right there. And so ideally you're going to get more out of Goldberg. And B, cat's obviously better, and she's never really had that chance to be the number one on this team. And so you're giving her a chance right off the bat. So I think it's a great coaching move by, by Orion. And Bombay, yeah, he should, probably should have given the cat a better shake, but they won the tournament, so you can't really, really yeah. fault him for that. Right. Well, so maybe they would have beaten Italy like have. seven to one instead of seven to two or something. But maybe they would have gone undefeated, blemish, blemish free. I don't think so because yeah. obviously uh, they didn't know anything about Iceland. Yeah, I think they lose the Iceland game no matter what. <laughs> yeah, but still think Bombay should have done it. So, but we talked about maybe splitting the games early on with with. Uh, Bombay and between Goldberg and Joy the Cat. And D3, Orion does the same thing. He just flips, though. He says, Julie, you're my starter. Doesn't really say, doesn't really give Goldberg too much of a chance. Like, even when Julie comes out in that second practice and yaks, he's, she's still the starter against the Blake Bears. So, should Orion have been a little more open minded to this fat Goldberg? No, <laughs> not at all. Goldberg is terrible at that point. And also, I love uh, how, I mean, how you mentioned, in theory, it brings out a better Goldberg. No, it doesn't. It brings out Gold- like a conniving Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg, like, he doesn't even bother trying to get better. He just tries to make Julie worse, <laughs> which just, I mean, is terrible from like a teammate perspective. But I don't know. No, he doesn't deserve to be out there at all. Yeah, I guess that kind of backfired because not only did Goldberg not get better, but the cat got worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terrible teammate move on his yeah. part. Oh, yeah. Terrible move. And also Goldberg. pretty, I mean, the cat's super naive, like eating a bunch of like donuts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Taking, taking nutrition advice from Goldberg. <laughs> that was, that was going to be my next point. Like Goldberg's this fat little kid. And he's like, I'm going to be your nutrition advisor. I'm like, no, Goldberg. <laughs> I would never do that. But Julie's like, okay, let's do it. So, Julie the Cat, she goes in against the Blake Bears, and she's doing okay. She's not really facing many shots. Gives up, like, seven in uh, in the third, and then Goldberg comes in. How much of that is Julie's fault? And does that make Orion reevaluate things? I think that's mostly on the Cat. She shows she can't stay focused. Now, maybe it is, like, the cupcakes are slowing her down or something, but... Not seven goals in the third period against some JV school that yeah. you guys should just be running. It's like, how does that happen? I mean, that, I, granted, you can't put that all. I mean, they all fall apart. Yeah, you know, they all yeah. just start making terrible decisions and doing really stupid things. But yeah, maybe she lost focus. And also, you think after like the third goal they let in, Orion calls a timeout and it's like, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah. And like, kind of, "Hey guys, buckle down." Yeah, yeah, let's get out of here with our, you know. Let's keep this this solid victory, and you know he probably looks at Cat and say, "Hey, Cat, you need to focus. This is what they're doing. They're doing X, Y, Z." Yeah, that would have been the smart coaching move. And like you said, the defense just was terrible. Defense fell apart. But part of the goalie's job is to make that one big save, and Julie could not find it. Neither could Goldberg. 
But so we talked about Julie and Goldberg, and I mean they seem nice to each other in D two. Goldberg's kind of conniving in D three, <laughs> but they like when they pass each other against Blake, like they give words of encouragement and whatnot, and he calls her cat lady and whatnot. So what is their like relationship like? Well, she still thinks he's trying to help her. Well, in later her, in, her, well, in her naive way. No, but. I think later because remember. Goldberg's like, hey, do you want this? Like, he pulls, like, a pastry, and then she, like, elbows him. <laughs> and so I think she just kind of gets – she gets over it. And, like, f- for all she knows, she, he was just kind of, like, hazing her instead of being like, I'm going to make sure that you fail. So I think um, they get over that quickly. And Cat Lady stops eating. They're taking advice from Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they're cool. Uh, maybe she's a little pissed off at first, but, yeah, gets over it. I think Goldberg, in the back of his mind, is still pissed that he lost his spot. But I mean, I mean, I guess he gets it back. But or he moves the defense. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah that's that's right. an interesting right. move. <laughs> terrible coaching. <laughs> like he's obviously a terrible skater unless he's like going down some hill with a picnic <laughs> blanket over his face. Orion, he's a he's a great fundamentals guy, but I don't think he's the best coach. <laughs> like tactically, yeah, tactically speaking, he's not the best, but great fundamental. Coach. Yeah, he needs to be like an assist. That's why he's the JV coach and not the varsity. Yeah, he's breaking because he's, he's essentially the the assistant varsity coach. Do you think he's on like the sideline for the oh, well, on the varsity games? It's pretty oh, apparent assistant? that they hate each yeah. other. Yeah, that's true. They do hate each other, yeah. which is weird. I mean, because you think that the varsity coach. Like, hey, the JV coach is probably, he's got to be in a sense. He probably works the varsity some. And also, he used to work with them. And also, I think the varsity coach, he chooses his staff. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and, okay, on that point, either the dean or I don't know if they have an athletic director or what, they've got a problem on their hands. <laughs> the JV coach and the varsity coach hate each other. Yeah, very so, interesting. I mean, somebody needs to, to fix that situation. But that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, nother topic. we could get into that, but. We got to get back to Julie and Goldberg. So, Julie and Goldberg. Julie, what when it's all over, Goldberg scores. So, I mean, the coaching move couldn't have been. It paid off in the end, like luckily. But, yeah. So Goldberg scores. They win the JV varsity showdown. Does Goldberg move back to goalie, because I feel like he came up when Charlie and Fulton left. So. JV was down because, like the Junior Goodwill Games, they're not very smart. They don't have a lot of reserves. <laughs> so they're, they're like, all right, Goldberg, we need some. We need just bodies on defense. Yeah, just get in there, skate around for a couple minutes, and let, let Gee rest or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Goldberg does that, and then they come back, and he's still a defenseman. But when you're moving on, you figure Scooter's going to graduate. I don't know who the backup is on varsity, but you need two. So does Goldberg move back to – Goalie at JV level, I think like he, the I, next year. I think he does. I think in the off season, I he probably has a heart to heart with uh, O'Ryan. Says we need you to be a goalie, but you have to put in the the work. And so maybe Goldberg like really kind of takes it upon himself. And since he's at Eden Hall, they can like keep track of his habits more. They know he's working out. Make sure he's not eating candy all the time or something like that. I think some something would happen where like Julie goes up to varsity and. Goldberg has to stay on JV or something, and it just destroys Goldberg. Like he he becomes even more conniving and trying to, you know, get get up to varsity. And I think it just destroys his confidence, destroys his work ethic because he doesn't have much of a work ethic to begin with. So I think a scenario like that could happen where he gets stuck on JV and it, he just kind of fizzles out and just 
gives up hockey eventually. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking, if he goes back to goalie, he's obviously the backup, right? To yeah. Julie. I mean, Julie, she shut out the varsity. That's true. The best prep hockey team in the nation. Yeah, three straight states. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Goldberg. I don't think I don't know if Goldberg would want to be the backup. It, so you'd say, so he'd want to stay. So on, maybe he'd, or he'd yeah. want to stay on defense, even though it doesn't make sense tactically. I think I think he the Orion like heart to heart makes sense. Like he goes and Orion's like, I want you. We need you at goalie. Like we need we need you to really like work hard and back up Julie, and you'll get your shot or whatever. Like similar to similar to Gordon when he talked to Julie. Like you'll get your shot. And then he, she doesn't really get a shot. But. And also think about like during like practice when they scrimmage, you got to have two goalies. Exactly. But, well, my theory kind of hinges on that there's another varsity goaltender that, you know, is a junior or whatever yeah. and is a senior the next year. Yeah. So they need like a, they need a number two keeper on varsity is what you're saying. So Julie goes up and is the backup on varsity? Yeah, or, or, or wins the or, starting okay. job and, and, the, and the guy that's already there is the backup. And then so Goldberg is stuck on JV. That would be what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying, so Orion has a heart-to-heart, and Goldberg's like, I want to play. Like, even if I get, like, seven minutes a game on defense, like, I, at least I'll be on the ice. Because Goldberg, not really, I don't know if he's really a team player. So No, he's obviously not a team <laughs> yeah, player. Yeah, clearly not. <laughs> exactly. So he's going to do what's best for him, and at least he's playing on defense, you know. So, so you think he's like, I want to play defense instead yeah, of Yeah, he's like, I'm going to play defense. And Orion's going to be pissed, but hey, he's on scholarship. We had to fight to keep him on scholarship, so I can't like cut him now. So he just is like the sixth to seventh defenseman on JV. And then I don't know what would happen. Wait, on JV? Wait, are we talking about the next year? Yeah, the, the next, next year, year when, they're, when so they're sophomores. When they're sophomores. Or... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think like... Some of them move up to varsity, but I mean Goldberg's not moving up to yeah. varsity. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you got like Banks. I mean, the cat would probably be the number two goalie. Like she might, she might start as a sophomore. Yeah. Um, you know, Charlie probably moves up. Um, Gee. Yeah. So so Goldberg is just gonna like flame out at defense on JV, basically, in my theory. But Julie, I mean, we talked about Julie before. You know, could be one of our greatest Olympians ever. But can she handle the pressure of being a starting goalie sophomore year, Eden Hall Warriors, defending like nine time, maybe ten time by this point, state champions? Could she handle that? I think she could. I mean, she's done it, you know, at some pretty high levels, you know, and the women's national team at that point. She's got to be she's, – she's, she's dealt with pressure before is what I'm saying. I, I think she could get – she might struggle – early on, but I think she'd get up to speed. Yeah, and she's maturing. I think that first year at Eden Hall kind of <clears throat> made it easier on everyone, and so they're they're not doing their little duck tricks anymore, you, you know, and they're really kind of buckling down, and they realize that, hey, we all have a pretty good chance to make this a career, so let's do it right and not just flying V all over the place. Has she really handled the pressure, though? Because she had the one shot. And then she had the Blake Bears game, and then there was like a game on the radio that we did not see. Let's just they were down like five to three, I think. What were they? Mm-hmm. And then she had one good game against the varsity, and that's all we really seen from her. So, do we have really enough evidence to say she can handle this pressure of being 
Like the well, chosen one? She shut out the, the varsity. That's one game. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I I would be more confident with her than Goldberg. Well, yeah. <laughs> Goldberg, who took them to Junior Goodwill Games gold. <laughs> that is true. He led the squad. They won in spite of him. <laughs> okay. It's not like he was giving up four goals a game. Against Trinidad and Tobago. He gave up two. Against, or not even one against Trinidad and Tobago. But, all right. Enough of that. If you want to give us your thoughts on Julie the Cat and Greg Goldberg and their relationship, not like a intimate relationship, just like a relationship, com. Go there. Or Twitter, at QuackAttackPod. But most of all, iTunes. Go there. Give us a five-star review. And then go and click that the rest of the reviews were helpful. And then we'll just be, we're, st- we're still perfect on five-star reviews. So somebody likes us. Uh, and remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.